Self-control. Self-control is really about controlling thought. Here's a quote. Control of consciousness determines the quality of life. So who controls your mind and the thoughts that occupy it? And are you able to decide what thoughts to think and which ones to reject? What about other people's thoughts? The thoughts of the people you meet, the ideas and information you get from TV, internet, and the social media. Do they occupy your attention? Of course they do. This affects all of us. This flow of thoughts, it affects our behavior, our reactions, it influences the way that we think, our preferences, our likes and dislikes. Usually we accept these thoughts automatically and they automatically then begin to shape our life. This actually means that we lose our mental freedom. Did you hear me? We lose our mental freedom. Think about that for just a minute. The fact that we are so continuously run by the things that are around us. And if we're not constantly aware and intentional about what we're doing, it's like every morning we get up, we jump on that rat wheel, and we just go, 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 and we are pulled through our day. At the end of the day, we crash, we go to sleep, we get up and do it all over again. Do you think and believe that all of your thoughts originate from you? Have you ever stopped to consider whether your thoughts, your desires, your likes and your dislikes are really even yours? Did it occur to you that maybe they came from the outside, from other people, and you have unconsciously accepted them as your own. I'm gonna read you a story. A young but earnest martial arts student asked his new teacher, I'm devoted to studying your martial system. How long will it take me to master it? The teacher replied casually, 10 years. The student wanted to learn faster. But what if I really, really work hard at it? How long will it take then? The teacher thought for a moment. 20 years, he finally replied. Learning something is easy. Training your mind is not. It takes a lifetime. And this Zen parable reminds us of this fact. The more you want to accelerate the process, the more time it's going to take. The student was asking the wrong question. He was so anxious that he only cared about the outcome, how long it would take him to accomplish. Taming the mind takes effort. You have to put your emotions and your thoughts aside. And thought is the only thing over which we have absolute control. Yet we permit others to enter our mind and make these deposits through suggestions. You know, their troubles, falsehoods, as though you didn't have the power to even close the door. Now this is very profound if you think about it. Self-control is a matter of 
thought control. Yet without self-control, what can we accomplish really? Not much. So if you think about a negative thought or a situation that you encounter throughout your day, there are several things that you can do to overcome. The first is to challenge it. You know, ask yourself a series of questions. What facts actually support this thought? What would be the worst outcome if this thought were true? How can I view this in a positive way? What am I ready to accept about this event or person? And can I control this? Am I using I must or I should? Is it necessary? Great ideas come from the ability to break out of con conventional thought uh, patterns. So one of the techniques that's used is called priming. And I know that um, Tony Robbins uses this a lot, um, but it does work. And if you'll stand up and take a deep breath, focus on your body, clear your mind, and then focus on nothing but the present moment. And then look around and notice five things that you can see. Then listen carefully and notice five things that you can hear. Then notice five things that you can feel in contact with your body. And then finally, do all of these simultaneously. This is you taking control over your thought. So again, the question is, who is thinking your thoughts? Before you can actually master your mind, you've got to recognize that you're currently at the mercy of several unwanted squatters. And these squatters live in your mind and they are the ones that are actually controlling your thoughts. So if you want to be the boss of them, you've got to know who they are and what their motivation is so that you can take charge and evict them from your mind. So here are the four squatters that live in our heads. The first one is the inner critic. And this is the constant abuser. Um, other people's words, a lot of times your parents, thoughts that you've created based on your own or other people's expectations, uh, constantly comparing yourself to other people, including those in the media, the things that you told yourself as a result of some painful experience, such as uh, betrayal or rejection. The inner critic is motivated by pain, low self-esteem, lack of self-acceptance, and the lack of self-love. So why would you let this person abuse you? And since this person is you, why else would you abuse yourself? The second one is the worrier. And this person lives in the future. It's in the world of what if. The worrier is motivated by fear, which is often irrational, but occasionally this person is motivated by fear that the things that have happened in the past will happen again. The third one is the reactor or the troublemaker. This is the one that triggers anger, frustration, and pain. These triggers stem from unhealed wounds of the past. 
any experience that is closely related to a past wound will actually set this squatter off. So words, feelings, sounds, smells, all of these can trigger these emotions. The reactor doesn't really have a motivation, um, but it does have poor impulse control. It's run by past programming. The fourth one and the last one is the sleep depriver. Now this can be a combination of any of the squatters um, along with you know the uh, inner critic and the worrier but the sleep deprivers motivation is as a reaction to silence so he fights against the silence or taking care of business that you neglected during the day or self-doubt low self-esteem insecurity or just generalized anxiety so how do you control these squatters? How do you master your mind? Remember that you are the thinker and the observer of your thoughts. You can control your thoughts, but you must pay attention to them so you can identify just who is running this show. So, two different things that you can do. Technique one is to interrupt and replace them. And technique B is to eliminate them altogether. If you were to close your eyes and picture yourself as your winning self, you know, visualize, visualize the, the things that you want in life, um, whatever that is. It could be a dream house. It could be a dream job. Um, but visualize yourself looking and feeling confident uh, in this environment. And then make use of all the senses as much as possible so that you really immerse yourself in the experience and feel what it would be like to be in this winning reality and the more that you do this exercise the more that you will subconsciously act to bring this scenario into your life for real so this exercise is all about reinforcing belief because if you can't see yourself with the things that you want in life and feeling and behaving like the person you want to be, you will not believe in it and you will struggle to make it a reality. One word of warning, be aware of the thoughts and desires that enter your mind and ask yourself whether you really like them and want them and whether you're willing to accept them into your life. That's all for now.